You're listening to the audio program, Host and Guest, hosted by me, Rick Katchke. Now here's myself, Rick Katchke. Yes, welcome to this edition of Host and Guest. The show still exists. I'm still Rick Katchke, and on today's program, I'm joined by Evan Pylock of the group Peshtigo, one of my favorite music groups out there, so pretty excited to have him on the return show of Host and Guest. I've been working for the past few months, and... When I have to park on certain days, it's on this big, long street, and what's been happening is people park their motorcycles, but instead of parking them the way a car is parked, where it's back to front, they park it sideways, and something that's been happening is my car is getting sandwiched in between motorcycles, and I don't know the legality of their parking, how this works out, but it really angers me. Uh, There was one day where it took me 10 minutes to get out of my parking spot because I was sandwiched. So the other day I was I had finished my shift and I was walking to my car and I saw a woman staring at one of the motorcycles which was inches away from another car. So I assumed that she was also outraged at this parking. So I commented to her that I thought it was ridiculous and I don't know laws, but it just seems like it has to be illegal to park like that. And she really didn't agree with me. She was just like, well, it depends who gets out first. So I sort of brushed it off. And as I was walking, I realized she was waiting for her husband who was parking the motorcycle. So uh, she was not upset by this motorcycle. She was merely checking it out, seeing what it had to offer. We'll be back with Evan Pylock in just a moment. My guest on today's program, as mentioned, is Evan Pylock of the group Peshtigo. Evan has been working on Peshigo's debut album and will be premiering some new songs at an upcoming show at the Cactus Club on Saturday, August 27th. He goes on about 9.30, 10 o'clock, so get there by 9.30. I spoke with Evan in the basement studio where he records Peshtigo's music. And to get you a little taste of what Peshtigo has to offer, here's his song Again, 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 followed by my interview with Evan. Yeah. 
All right, welcome to Host and Guest. On today's program, we're joined by Evan Pilock. Evan, thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Rick. All right, so Evan, you are the uh, the main man behind the group Peshtigo. Uh Can you tell us a little bit about the band and how it started? Well, Peshtigo, um has been around, I want to say, since 2008. And originally we started just as, it was just me, um, and I was just writing songs to entertain my friends. Like, I had nothing, I have no... Uh, like musical background. I mean, I took violin for one year, but uh, I mean, beyond that, I really just kind of dabbled in keyboard. So just for fun. And then um, recently, uh, I graduated from Marquette University and uh, just looking for jobs, and nothing was coming up. So 80s music had always been a big influence on me, and I grew up on that stuff. So I just decided, you know what? Why not take some time and just kind of write some music and enjoy that? And since then, I've gotten awesome results, and I'm really excited. Um, for everyone to hear them. So you just mentioned that uh, the 80s portions, did that come to you after you graduated or was that always sort of an intention? Um, after I graduated, it became more and more prevalent. Um, I wrote a song uh, again, 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 probably my most popular song about a year and a half ago, I want to say. And it was just such a big departure from what I've written before. And it was just so perfectly 80s that I just, I'd always kind of been like obsessed with that song, but I never was able to actually like put it into a song of mine and the fact that I was able to do it was just like hey well maybe you're onto something now your music really does a, a wonderful job replicating the sounds of 80s music which you. really have been absent for quite a while can you tell us which groups from the 80s have been a strong influence on you sure sure um I've always been a big fan of the Thompson Twins um Thomas Dolby Let's see, what else? Uh, Go West is probably one of my all-time favorite band. Uh, they're from England, and uh, they had a couple songs in the 80s. Uh, they sang the song in, uh, it was like 1991, I want to say, King of Wishful Thinking, you know, I'll get over you. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah, they're big. I love, like, they're like a British version of Hall Notes, and okay. I just love that. So that was definitely the, probably the biggest influence on me. Now, there also seems to be a bit of a, a modern influence, too, where it's not exactly 80s because there is the, uh, is that auto-tune that you're featuring? Just a little, you know, <laughs> just is, a little. Is there any modern influence that you would cite for your oh, music that, as well? That's a good question. Um, a lot of musicians, like, nowadays that are kind of dabbling in stuff from the 80s, I definitely take from. Um, M83, a couple years ago, wrote an album, uh, Saturday's Equal Youth, and that was, like, very big 80s influence, um... And I just kind of loved what he got out of that. And it was like, I saw that and I was like, wow, he was able to bridge kind of the gap between today and, you know, the 80s. And I was like, well, why can't I do that? So, Absolutely. And uh, you said that you've been, that again and again and again has been a song that you came up with a year and a half ago. Mm -hmm. And I know that you've tinkered with that in many yes. different ways. Um, can you tell us a little bit about that process of trying to find that perfect sound that sure. you want to get out in the world? I've kind of figured out kind of what instruments I want to use. I mean, before I was just, like, just going in randomly and just, like, picking out random stuff. But now I have maybe, like, I want to say, like, eight or nine set-in-stone instruments that I've kind of modified that I'm going to be using. Um, there's the... It's, like, the hook in that song. I, It's it's an instrument that was already in the program, but I, had like, messed around with it. Um, but I, I love that sound so much that I put it in just about every song on the album. Now, can you tell us a little bit about how you create your songs? Uh, sure. The process of that. Um, usually I try to just kind of... Um, get a drum beat or get a bass line or anything that I can do just kind of work off of. Um, a lot of times it doesn't work. So we have a, I have a piano here, so I just kind of go upstairs and I just jam. And um, hopefully something good comes out of it. I mean, I've 
I've thrown away a lot of music. I remember a couple months ago I went through my uh, my music library and I probably threw away about 20 songs that I'd like kind of tried writing but I could never really flesh out anything to keep. So there's a lot of stuff that never, thank God, probably will never see the light of day. <laughs> and is it uh, where you're creating your own beats or is it something that's already established on the computer where you're able to you know build off of those? It's just it's me creating the beats. Um, I do sample uh, drums. Uh, I just never like the way the drums sound in the program that I use. So what I do is I'll take it. Usually, um, I have probably about like three hundred different like drum tracks that I can kind of like cut and splice, or I can just take from like songs and just kind of cut them out and pop them in there. So now, did you record all these drum tracks on your own uh, with with the drums? No, 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 no. Well, no. <laughs> I did yes. <laughs> Now, uh, you have your first ever live show uh, yes. for a wide audience. I know you've done some house shows before. Just a couple. <laughs> and uh, can you tell us about making the leap from something where you've basically been strictly on the computer by yourself to now doing a live performance on the 27th? It is going to be a big jump. Uh, I mean, this is this will be the biggest uh, amount of people I've played in front of. I've been playing with some pretty awesome bands, um, Canopies and Warrior. And uh, we're just really excited to kind of get out there and kind of show them what we got. Most people have not heard probably about 70% of the material that we're going to be playing at the show. So I'm really excited. I'm kind of keeping it under wraps a little bit. That's why there's not a lot of songs that we're going to play that are like available online. Just so like when people see it, they'll be like, this will be the first their first exposure to it. And I think people are really going to like it. So I'm really excited. Now, uh, usually you're by yourself when you do the recording, but for the mm-hmm. live show, uh, you're adding people, and you won't be just alone on stage. <laughs> uh, can you tell us who else is in the group and uh, their roles? Sure, sure. Uh, well, my friend Doug, uh, he'll be playing guitar for us, uh, amazing guitarist. Um, and uh, my friend Amanda, who uh, she has a really lovely voice, so I decided to get her in, and she's singing vocals for us. Uh, she's also going to do some synths, we hope so. I mean, we're still, we still have a lot of areas where we could add live members, but for now, I think we got a really good core group. I'm really excited about. Uh, now, one of your sillier songs uh, is a song called "Permission to Party." Um, we'll take a listen to it right now. Dinky Doodle went to town. Dinky Doodle went to town. To enlist and boogie down. To enlist and boogie down. Party down and party up. Party down and party up. Stick a feather in a cup. Stick a feather in a cup. Now, regarding this song, there was just something posted on your Facebook. Uh, could you tell us about what that post was regarding? Yeah, uh, so some guy, uh, Elmer something something, um... Did not like the song at all. I don't know how he found it, um, but he hated it, and he found it offensive, and, like, he wrote this really long blog about it and how, like, it's the worst thing in the world. I don't, it's just... <laughs> and it, he's just some church leader. <laughs> yeah, this is, it's weird, but... So, yeah, it, I, I, I don't know. I don't think it's that offensive, but he, <laughs> obviously, I touched a nerve, so I will not be playing that song. I don't think he'll be there, but in case Elmer does decide to come to the concert, you know, I, I will I will refrain from playing that song. So, And now, uh, is that going to be one of them that ends up on the eventual album? I don't think so. Um, I think Sergeant Party deserves his own album someday. Maybe, <laughs> you know, 2012, maybe. Um, but for now, uh, I will leave that one. 
But uh, I did like I like the characters, so I think I'm gonna do. Plus, it, if it pisses people off, I think I'll keep doing songs about him. So <laughs> I can't wait to see his reaction to the Sergeant Party album. <laughs> oh God! Can you tell us a little bit about uh, how the name Peshtigo came to be and uh, what its resonance is? Sure, sure. Well, um, a couple years ago, I had seen uh, the musician uh, Bon Iver uh, for the first time, and it was it was amazing because he was just like a perfect embodiment of Wisconsin that I never really kind of realized before, and I just kind of took. You know, this state was a state. I really didn't think too much about it. But just, like, the way he represented kind of, like, the woodsiness with just, like, the down-to-earth kind of personality was just amazing. And because of that, I was just like, you know, I really want to pick a name that kind of represents Wisconsin. And um, I I think around that time, I'd just gone on vacation up north somewhere. And uh, we passed by the Peshko River uh, a couple times. And I just, the name was, I always kind of liked the name. So I was like, well, why not go with Peshko? So... Absolutely. Now, uh, do you feel like playing a song for us today? Uh, yes, yes. I will be playing a sad song, and that's the name. It's that's not... yeah, yeah. <laughs> we okay. So originally, it was just you know in, in a demo stage, and it was just it was called sad song. And I was like, okay, I'll figure out a name for it later. And then it just kind of became like, well, I kind of like this because it's very <laughs> nondescript, but it's also like it it sets you up. You know what's going to be coming next, but I really like it. Excellent. Well, uh, let's have a listen.
excellent job, Evan. A very enjoyable song. Uh, Thank you. When you perform that live, is it just going to be you doing that one, or or will everybody be playing on that track? There'll be parts for everyone else, um, but that is that song is very close to me, and I think it's going to be very much. Uh, it's going to be one that features just me for the most part. But I mean, they'll they'll, they'll have kind of part, parts to fill in, but it's really going to be me taking the lead on that one. Are you going to give it a serious intro? No. <laughs> Now, every week on the show, we always ask for some recommendations. Uh, so first off, could you recommend a favorite album? Um, Let's see. Uh, right now, I will say uh, favorite album would be uh, Foster the People. Um, is that Torches? I saw them. I went to Lollapalooza. I got to see them. And that was really one of the first times I'd ever been exposed to them. And they just... They just write really fun pop, and it's just like every song has a great hook to it, so I've really been digging that recently. And uh, a favorite film of yours? Um, let's see. Film that I could recommend. Well, I did watch this a while back. I'm going to watch it soon. I wrote it, I had a remi- reminder on my phone to make me watch it. Uh, J- JCVD, which is um, uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme, is in a movie, I think it's like from 2008, and it's like an interesting... It's like it kind of like a movie about him, but it's not. A, it's like a surreal movie about him, and it's just kind of about him kind of adapting to life, being beyond like the star that he was. It's really good. Now, with uh, all the songs that you've been working on, any sort of timeline for a potential album release? A couple times I've told people dates, and it's been kind of uh, a bad idea. So right now I'm not going to say like specific dates per se, um, but I will say every song that's going to be on the album has been written. Um, I just need to fine tune a couple things. Um, kind of polish it up and then produce it. Uh, that may take a little bit longer, but um, we're we're nearing the end. So hopefully by this fall, sometime, you know, I think the album would be excellent driving music. I don't know how I came with up that, but it's like I feel like it's good good to get in the car. It's gonna be a short album. And I think it'll be a lot of fun. So hopefully this fall. Well, I'm glad that my questioning skills were able to break your cover and still get a tentative release date out of you. <laughs> yeah, I just like telling people things. So. Uh, anything else beyond the 20, show on the 27th at the Cactus Club that you'd like to let people know about? Um, I mean, we'll see. Hopefully, uh, this is kind of the start of something, some more gigs, but if not, that's fine too. Um, but we'll we'll see. We'll play it by year, I guess. Hope to see you guys out there on the 27th. Uh, once again, it's at the Cactus Club, 930 Come bring your friends. 9.30 start now. I, I, yeah, it says 9.30 on the event. I don't know if that really – it's either 9.30 or 10. I should probably figure that out. But it, but you're going first, correct? Yes, we are the first band. Um, So get there bright and early. Well, not early, but just get there for us and everyone else. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being on the show, Evan. Thank you for having me. Best of luck. Thank you, Evan, for joining me on the program. As I mentioned, you can check him out at the Cactus Club at 9.30 on August 27th. He'll be opening for two groups. Uh, stick around for them, but definitely be sure to check out Peshtigo. Our closing theme song is done by Tiny Folk. You can check him out on the internet by searching for Tiny Folk. I've been Rick Hatchke. Thank you for sticking around for host and guest. The show will never go away, even though the updates might be sporadic. Thanks again. Sand, 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 sand,